So, Polly, eat dirt or get punched in the stomach? How about I do neither, Tony? Eat. I'm Polly. I'm nine years old, and I'm in the seventh grade. Right now, I'm petitioning to skip ahead to the eighth grade. Go on. <laughs> Good. Now, you know what? I'm going to punch you in the stomach anyway. Just come on. <laughs> <laughs> that bell was something I looked forward to every single day going to school. Because that bell meant I could go back to the classroom and not be bullied by these kids because we were in a classroom full of other kids and there was eyes on them so they couldn't touch me during class at least I thought so but they still would find other ways to mess with me and harass me but it wasn't as significant as it was during recess so thank you so much for tuning in on another episode of The King and the Sage with your host, Connor. That's me. Uh, today I'm going to do something just a little bit different because uh, I actually experienced two significant things today during my, uh, my work hours today. So I'm currently doing apartment leasing so if you're not sure what that is it's pretty much the front desk people when you first go into an apartment complex they say hey how are you how can i help you and whatever your reason is for going into the office at your apartment is what i pretty much do and i solve whatever issue you may have um so back to uh the two major events that i had happen today today's thursday december 16th 2021 so i took my lunch around i want to say 11:30, and so i was like okay what am i going to have for lunch uh there's a whole like strip center right next to where i work and so i was like hmm chick-fil-a sounds really really good i haven't had chick-fil-a in like maybe a week or two weeks and i definitely thought it was time to uh devouch myself into the yumminess of chick-fil-a but as soon as I happened to pull into the little shopping center where Chick-fil-A was, right next to Walmart. So, of course, if you're familiar with Walmart parking lots, you're surrounded by idiots, needless to say. So, I pulled into the parking lot, and I literally had no stop signs. It was straight, just go. And I was just going straight because I was trying to get to Chick-fil-A. So, this other car, as I was passing... It, he was stuck at a stop sign. He decided to run that stop sign and pull out in front of me, almost hitting me, literally like centimeters from hitting my front bumper, my brand new Mercedes that I just got like literally less than two weeks ago. So as soon as he pulls out in front of me, I give him a big honk to let him know, like pay the attention to what the fuck you're doing. And this guy immediately halts his truck and puts it in reverse and literally reverses almost directly into my front bumper again and on purpose so again i honked at him hey pay attention to what you're doing 
you're the one that's in a rush. Why are you causing all this extra time wasted to try and mess with me? Like, today's not the day, and it's, it's not going to affect me. I'm just trying to get lunch. I don't know what you're trying to do, but obviously you want you want to be heard is what I took from this incident. And so after that, he uh, I immediately like pulled out so he he wouldn't hit me. And this guy proceeds to follow me around the parking lot for five to ten minutes. I kid you not. So I was just taking him for a drive ride, doing all these little U-turns just to get him to get sick of tired of following me. And there was one point where he uh, was sideways and I was front facing him. And he stops his truck. He starts screaming, cussing at me. And I was like, have a nice day. Like, how about you go on your way so I can go get lunch? And so he drove off after that and tried to follow me, but he couldn't keep up. Um, so I immediately went back and I was like, okay, I'm not going to do a Chick-fil-A today because that's the direction he was at. So instead I had Panda Express, which was actually really good. I'm in love with their shrimp. I hate walnuts, but their honey shrimp is amazing. And so I did that. I enjoyed lunch. And then I went back to work. And I want to say about an hour before work uh, ended, uh, the kids come home from school every single day around that time, around 4.30-ish, 5. And I'm outside uh, collecting mail, whatever. And I overhear these group of kids talking about how they had knives pulled out in front of them, like in front of them, like aggressively. And I was like, wait, wait, what? So I go to the kids. Hey, kids, um, what, what's this I hear about knives being pulled? And they're like, oh, oh, yeah, this just happened. Like yesterday, me and my friends were just hanging out with th these two people and they pulled out knives in front of us. And like. Just they, there was like probably five or six of these kids and they're all like elementary age kids, like young, super young, super, super young kids. And I'm like, OK, uh, did y'all tell your parents like what did y'all call the police? They're like, no, uh, we just went on with our day. And I was like, OK, first you need to tell your parents and then y'all both you and your parent need to call the cops. Because this is not okay. Because needless to say, this is straight bullying. Straight bullying in front of my eyes. I kid you not, in front of my eyes. I was like, I'm, I'm not going to tolerate this. I actually have a chance to end this and I'm going to take action and I'm going to end this. Like, and then I want to say five to seven minutes later... After talking to the assistant, and I'm like, hey, like, these kids had a knife pulled on them by one of our residents. Residents is little kids. Like, they're all minors, and this minor decided to pull out a knife. Which makes godly no sense at all. And to find out that her older sister actually gave her that knife, which 
is just wrong. And so, uh, we leave it alone for a couple minutes, and then uh, they tell us the kid's name, which we couldn't find in the system at all. And I was like, okay, great. And so I went back outside because I was trying to see if they could, like, tell me where they lived, where those two people lived. And there was a new kid. And this particular kid had legit text messages of a death threat. Like, come outside. I'm going to beat your fucking ass. Text messages. Like, physical proof. And luckily, she didn't get a knife pulled out. But I was like, what did you do? She was like, oh, I didn't, I, don't, I don't know what to do. I just blocked her number. I was like, look, like, this is not okay. When someone does this, you need to get help. You're not alone. You need to get help. You need to tell your dad. Where's your dad? Oh, he just went shopping. And I was like, okay, you need to call him and tell him. And both of y'all need to call the police. And lastly, do not erase those text messages. Because that's, that's proof. That girl fucking threatening you was so stupid to do it over text. Because that's physical evidence. Like that's straight up a, a ten, an intent to assault pretty much with a deadly weapon. Because a knife is considered a deadly weapon. And I was, I was telling the girl, I was like, look, I'm s sorry you're dealing with this, but you, this is not okay. Like you have me in the office, you have all these other people in the office if you need somewhere to hide or to feel safe when your parents are gone. And so I finished out the rest of the work. Uh, I got off around 530 and I start walking to my car and I see the dad. And I was like, hey, like, did you call the police yet? He's like, no, I'm just going to go over there to that apartment. I was like, look, that's not what you want to do. They already escalated it when they brought out knives and when they threatened your daughter. You need to call the police. Let them handle it. They have a gun. A gun shoots at the speed of light compared to someone trying to attack you with a knife. Like, they have ultimate jurisdiction on this. And they can break the door down. Like, you just coming up there as a parent, trying to talk to the other parent. Like, your kid's doing this, blah, blah, blah. That would work to an extent if it was just verbal abuse. But when someone threatens your kid or brings... A deadly weapon into the situation that calls for immediate action and I told the, I told the dad I was like look like this is not okay you need to call the cops right now like this is not okay your kid cannot be roaming around without supervision with someone at least at least 16 because these Every single apartment complex I've worked at, like, there's kids from the ages of, like, fourth grade to just super, super young kids that should not be left alone. These parents just, I don't know, whatever reason, they just let their kids roam free. And I know growing up, my mom did not, would not allow me to roam free 
until I was like probably the age, like I want to say more so, more so high school, but definitely not elementary because that's way too young. There's this kid that was just constantly like in the front of the office outside, just like swinging on the lamps, all this extra stuff that kids do. Which is no no fault to him because he's just a kid. He doesn't know. He doesn't know mature like maturity. He doesn't he doesn't know that yet. And I'm like, me and the the other coworkers are like, what is this kid doing? Where the fuck are his parents? And I'm just like, okay. I I walk outside. Hey kid, like, can you please come inside? Like, I don't want you out here by yourself. Like that's it's not okay. I've seen so many movies, so many videos of kids getting kidnapped. Or my phone's blown up so many freaking times with Amber Alerts and other alerts of people missing. Like that's so real. Like it's in our city, so real. Kids go missing, adults go missing. Like it's no joke. Uh, human trafficking is no joke. So I want to go back to the bullying side of this. The fact that I firsthand witnessed what I witnessed today is just even more proof and more uh, fuel to the fire on why I need to like really take this sharing my story and sharing other people's stories so serious, seriously, and to really hit go home with this, like really show people and show the world that bullying is not okay bullying should be more of an issue talked about than uh get your vaccine get your vaccine get your vaccine i i completely respect your personal opinion about the vaccine but the vaccines should be up to you we all have free will trying to make it mandatory is it's not going to work not in this day and age it's it's honestly not but uh that's a whole different story which i will not get into today today is about what i witnessed firsthand and the literally the fire i felt inside myself like this this needs to be addressed now like i don't I don't care what's going on in the office. I do not care. This needs to be addressed now. And luckily, uh, the managers in the office felt the same way. So it was it was addressed. And I'm going to make sure that uh, there's solutions tomorrow when I go back to work, if there isn't already. Um, but this whole bullying thing is just, it's getting out of hand. Like... Why does a little girl feel the need to pull out a knife in front of people, in front of other little kids? Like that's asking for trouble. That's asking for someone to get hurt, for blood to happen. It's it's just like why? Um, it's I I I just don't know. I really don't know, and. It makes you wonder about their parents and what's going on at home. And my mom said something to me today. You're either bully, you're the, you're either 
the bully or your bully and it's 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 sad but true and she was also telling me about um last episode when i talked about the teachers not uh doing their job and my mom was like oh they they're 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 scared they're not properly trained and i was like i thinking to myself you know what mom that's true that's really true that they're not properly trained or they're too they're afraid and especially those of those teachers that are in high school or whatever because the kids some of the kids are bigger and that's completely true so i'm thinking to myself how can i rectify that so i i might come up with a solution to that as far as like a little training program to all the, all the teachers association association of whatever uh make that part of their tra- training program and dealing with kids because and it needs to be addressed no kid should hear a gunshot within 500 feet of themselves during class that's just you're scarred for life you really are and as deeply hurt as i am for the family affected and for myself, because, like, I never told my mom that, that I was that close to it. And it's just, I was a kid. Like, it didn't feel necessary to tell her, if that makes sense. I had so much going on. I was so focused on... um whatever I was focused on in high school. I just wanted to get done with high school. I want to be alone, be an adult. And now that I'm an adult, I'm just like, I wish I was in school again because you knew what you were doing because Monday through Friday, you were at school. End of story. But now that I'm an adult and I get to make my own decisions, um, it it's, it's hard. It's hard being an adult. Like, there's... Sometimes there's no order and it's good and bad about that because with order you know what you're going to do without order you don't know what you're going to do like that's why i work so much um i've i want to say the longest i worked is 83 hours in one week um i'm also a part-time caregiver i take care of the elderly and I'm a big people person. I love helping people. And 83 hours is a lot of work, but there there is a lot of benefit from that. I like helping people. And you feel so good when you help people. Like, it's the overwhelmingness that you get from serving others is like no other, no other high. Like, no matter how much I smoke, I'll, I'll never get that high. The only time I'll get that high is when I'm serving others. So part of this podcast is serving others to let people know they're not alone. No matter where they are in the country, they're not alone. And it's... And uh, my mom her business coach reached out to her like, Hey, does Connor, uh, would he like someone to speak on his podcast? And my mom told me about it. I was like, wow, like it's already reaching 
new heights. And I'm so happy and thankful for that because I want to be able to share people's stories. I really, I really want to. And I'll accept anybody on this podcast show. I like the whole point of this podcast show is to share people's stories. And everyone has their own story. And give it, take it or not, everyone has dealt with bullying in some form, verbal, physical, having a knife pulled out in front. Having knives pulled out, um, almost getting hit by the car because the driver in front of you wants to back up in front of you or brake check you. Like, it's all different forms of harassment slash bullying. Like, it's it's just not okay. What I experienced today at lunch with that driver, just um, with how much training I've had, thanks to my mom. I love you, mom. Um... It doesn't affect me. Yeah, it upsets me, but it's more, uh, more controlled upset than just explosive upset. Cause there was like there would be times where I just would stop the car and like what you see on YouTube on aggressive drivers get out of their car and physically like attack them. And I'm 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 not gonna do that. Like I'm just gonna avoid the person. And if it gets to the point where I have to call the cops, I will. And I've done it. Like, I'm. it's not the first time I had an angry driver who wants to break check me for no reason. I don't give anybody a reason to drive aggressive. I My mission when I drive is to get to point B. That's it. I may drive fast. I, I kid you not. I do drive fast and I drive a little crazy. But I drive so I can get ahead of the person in front of me and avoid groups of cars because that's when accidents happen that's in groups of cars because cars just can't drive the speed limit anymore they want to drive 10 miles under the speed limit or 50 miles above the speed limit it's it's one or the other and in the state of Texas the left lane is for passing only but people don't understand that I'm always in the left lane trying to pass people that want to go 10 miles under the speed limit. And so when I kindly flash them, like, hey, can you please move over? They want to start breaking, brake checking me. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to drive you around you. And I do that and I just drive off into the sunset. And they're back there driving 10 miles under the speed limit, wondering what the fuck happens. Um, so, yeah. Sorry for that little rant, but on um, today's episode, definitely first-hand experiences are just unreal. Com- like, you hear all this talk about bullying, you hear it from other people, and when it firsthand happens to you, even though you've already experienced it, and it's happening to another individual, like... You want to fix it. And that's that's what happened today. Like, I'm going to double check on those kids because they were, I was at this apartment complex Monday this week and they were there. So th- apparently they come every single day after school. They come into the lobby and horse around like little kids do. And I'm, I'm definitely going to keep my out for, eye out for these ones because 
no, that's it's just not okay. And I'll make sure if I see that those two individuals to let them know that it's 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 not okay. I might not, but it's I'm I I don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow, but I just know that it's gonna stop. They won't they won't be able to do that ever again. And I hope they won't. And my little roommate's cat is attacking my charger. Why? But she's so adorable. But anyways, um, this is probably the end of the episode for tonight. I want to thank y'all for listening so much to my podcast. It means the world to me. I also want you guys to like, subscribe, and share this podcast because I want it to reach everybody in the world. I want it to reach those of us who are currently being bullied. And I want them to know that they're not alone. They have someone they can go to. So I want to share with y'all, those of us who are being bullied of some sort of whatever form of harassment, cyber, physical, uh, death threats, whatever, to call the number 1-800-273-8255. Again, the phone number is 1-800-273-8255. You can also go to the website, stopbullying.gov. And that concludes today's episode of The King and the Sage, where I go into details firsthand on my story and other people's stories. Thank you so much, and have an amazing rest of your week. Music.